Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. After Buzz TV, over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. After Buzz TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind the scenes exclusives. All thanks to E Entertainment's Maria Menunos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! We're all over here on our phones, like Snapchatting and tweeting, trying to keep the conversation going. Yeah, right. If you are tuning into AfterBuzzTV.com, you have come to the right place. This is the Survivor After Show for season 31, Survivor Second Chance, episode six, Bunking with the Devil. I'm your host, James Wallington, and across the table from me is... I am Susanna Kim. You can find me on Twitter. Please follow me. It's at Susanna underscore Kim. She's showing me how to do our YouTube live chat Chat right now. So, I'm Paige Bonanno. You guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Paige Bonanno. Thanks for joining us tonight. So, we're all on the live chat right now? Yes. Yes. Oh, this is so exciting. just got on it. Yeah. Great. I'm loading it up right now. I know that there was a lot of conversation going on before we even went live. Let's go in and give some shout outs to Sheena123 per usual. Sheena123, Tori Brewster, Dan Bro, Joseph Boza, all the time, Charlie Rose214. Make sure I don't miss anybody. And of course, a shout out to the three of us because we're all still in the live chat. <laughs> shout out. <laughs> so, I was like, we already I got guys. a like before we even did anything. I was like, James, is that you? Like, like that. Maybe. <laughs> all right, so let's dive right into this episode, Bunking with the Devil. Overall thoughts. Paige, we'll start with you. Okay. Bunking with the Devil, my overall <laughs> thoughts. Um, well, I was just like really, obvi- obviously, I was just super annoyed and upset because I was totally blindsided by Wu going home as well and he was my number one draft choice so of course I'm going to be sad but I just love Wu and I just had a lot of questions with what was going on in everybody's mind when they decided to send him home you know why Sierra targeted Wu instead of Savage when she was mad at Savage and just a lot of craziness, which we'll obviously dive into. So, yeah. Susanna, what about you? Yeah, I I just thought it was so entertaining. For me, like, I, I am heartbroken when blindsides happen. But for me, I just think it's so freaking entertaining. I love it. I soak <laughs> it up. I'm just like, I loved it. It's yeah. terrible. It's, you know, chaotic. I love it. it <laughs> so. It's what makes this show so good. Because yes. as a viewer, we're also sometimes blindsided. And as, you know, tonight's <sighs> episode proved to us, we were blindsided by the results. Although I was really relieved because Spencer's on my fantasy team. Sorry, Paige. So I was relieved. That Spencer. I know you actually you're like, oh, yeah, Spencer's still here. I, was like, <laughs> so, I love Spencer, but I just love Wu more. I feel yeah, ya, I feel yeah. So diving right into this episode, it started off with a little segment um, 
around Terry Dietz and some news that Jeff Probst delivered him. Um, some of the production crew and Probst pull up to the beach to deliver some unsettling news to Terry regarding his son, Danny. Um, the news was that both the wife and the doctor decided that they think it's serious enough, the condition that his son, Danny, is in, that he should go home to be involved with his family. And, of course, it was a no-brainer mm-hmm, for right. Terry to make that decision because, you know, family does come first yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. So what did you guys think about this news that Terry was delivered in the middle of the evening? Yeah, I mean, I think we kind of saw a little snippet of it last episode. Mm-hmm. Even you came in today saying, like, oh, so this is going to be Terry's episode. Yeah. Like, what? Oh, yeah, you're yeah, you're right. So mm-hmm. I think we kind of expected a little bit. Um, but it was surprising um, that it was, like, right at the beginning of the episode. It was a little, like, a little bit of a relief. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, so, you know, I mean, I am sad for him and, you know, whatnot. But business is business. You need to take care of your family. Like, yeah, there's no question. Like, just like you said, he was so quick to say, oh, I'm going to go home. And I, I love that. It was so admirable. Um, of course, like, the little survival fan in me was like, oh, good. Like, you know, that means we still have, you know, some more going on in the show that, you know, that they just sent him home really quick. They kept it really clean. You know, everyone was sad, but yeah, they definitely still kept going with the show. They weren't, you know, they weren't like, oh, does that mean no one's going to go home? You know, right. there's a question about that. Yeah. So yeah. Like, good. we're just going to keep going. So, and you're right. That it was better that happened in the beginning of the episode because otherwise like the whole time we would have thought that like, it wasn't going to come up. Right. Yeah. And then oh, at the end. going to mess up. Yeah. And honestly, like it was, it was a really heartfelt moment because oh, yeah. I, I like started tearing up because you saw Me all the too. everybody else you know they're asking all the parents you know how would you feel if this was your child and everybody pretty much started crying like they all mm-hmm. felt for him you know they're they've all been out on this journey and they all want to win so bad but they all know that family comes first so totally. absolutely yeah. and of course you know everyone on the tribe when terry delivered the news to them in the shelter Cass was showing quite a bit of emotion because mm-hmm. she is also a parent and she mm-hmm. said i think you'd have to be a parent to understand this is worse than any men of act like this mm-hmm. is something you wouldn't even wor- wish on your you know worst enemy right. Right. like when it comes to family it's such a serious matter that of course mm-hmm. everyone was supportive with terry's decision to pull himself oh, from the terry. game totally yeah and then keith is all like let's bring it home for him oh. Yeah. Home. <laughs> I love Terry. I hope that everything's going well. It seemed like at the, I'm glad we got that little snippet at the end of the episode because mm-hmm. now we, you know, we saw his son. We saw that everything was okay, which is great. Well, so. speaking about the little snippet at the end of the episode, you know, with checking in with Terry and his son Danny, there's actual like two minute length video on CBS.com that does give a full update regarding Danny Dietz and his condition and a little bit about, you know, Terry and where they're at as a family now. Oh, nice. I'm going to tweet that link right now. So everyone in the live chat, if you're interested in watching it later on this evening, or if you want to watch it right now, by all means. So I'll be tweeting that link out and it's, it's a really good clip to watch so you can get a little bit more insight as to what really happened and how Danny needed a heart transplant. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Serious surgery. Wow. So yeah. I'll That's terrifying. That right. I'm tweeting it right now. Right now. All right. <laughs> Great. So once this news was delivered, the like Jeff said, Survivor just keeps moving. It doesn't stop. So the game is moving on, and they all show up to the beach before Takeo even got to the beach. So mm-hmm. it's just kind of like, you could even see it on the faces, like, what's going on yeah. here? Right. Mm-hmm. Why is Takeo not already here? Once Takeo walks up, Spencer does make that statement of, wow, Takeo's here minus Terry. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's when it has like this more of a group discussion about Terry and the news that happened. And more emotion yeah. is uh, happening on the, on the beach. We see Savage and Wigglesworth and Sierra just opening up about being parents mm-hmm. and how 
Um, I think Savage said it best that, you know, we all love this game to our core, but that's family. Mm -hmm. And family's bigger than all of this. Mm -hmm. So what did you guys think of that uh, moment of reminiscing between all of the contestants? Yeah, I thought it was sweet. It was nice, too, because when would we have ever really gotten a moment like that, you know? And also because it was right before the new, like, switch up, sort of. Mm -hmm. It was nice to, you know, just get a good... Not that it felt good because everyone was sad, but it also was kind of good for them. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like it might have made, you know, some of those relationships a little stronger just to see, you know, a little empathy shared right. for something that, you know, they obviously all cared about. So I think know. it all like put it back, put everything back into perspective for all of them, you know, totally. like, okay, we are at this game, but you know, anything can There's happen. Any, like Cass said, anything can happen to anybody at any moment. Like it mm-hmm. could be any one of us. And I actually didn't know that Sarah had a daughter. For some reason, so I'm, oh, yeah. I'm glad that like it's cool to like yeah. be able to see all that stuff, you know. And actually, see her get some airtime. Exactly right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Jeff checks in with all the individual tribes. Joe says, you know, the news about Terry took the wind out of our sails a little bit, but there's still a game here, and we're gonna do him proud. Jeremy talks about how the Bayonne tribe is a nice little family that they've got going on here. And then Savage checking with the Angor tribe says, this four right here, unbelievably tight. We can't wait to keep up with our winning streak. Mm. Lo and behold, as Survivor does best, keeping the contestants on their toes. (laughs) You know, we have three very tight tribes, Jeff says, but that's Mm -hmm. one thing about Survivor is everything just keeps moving forward. This infamous three words, drop your buffs. Oh, yeah. Again. <laughs> so good. The three most beautiful words right. for Savage. Drop your buffs. <laughs> we have New Takeo, which has Wigglesworth, Cass, Spencer, Sierra, Abby, Wu, and Savage. And then on the new Bion tribe, Tasha, Wentworth, Steven, Kimmy, Jeremy, Keith, and Joe. And this is when Spencer's like, this is the second switch we've had this game. Mm-hmm. This is a cluster... But it really is because there's been so many relationships that have developed since day one. You know, now they're 16 days into the game. There were relationships that developed before Before they even got to the Cambodia. They Mm -hmm. were alliances being formed probably on social media, Mm -hmm. you know, via text message before Mm -hmm. they were all sequestered. And then once they got their new tribes, those relations started to develop. Then the new switch happens with right. three tribes. Those relationships start to develop. So mm-hmm. it really is, Spencer put it the best way, it's a cluster. He's basically saying that none of these relationships like matter anymore because we're all back in the same position at the beginning. You Pretty know? much. Everything's in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Cass talking about boldly out there that he's, she's a little hesitant about oh being God. on the same I tribe as Spencer. I yeah. Right at the beginning. And even Spencer's all like, all right. All right. Here we go. I know. I was kind of like, oh, okay, so that's a new episode. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Cass, what happened? All the way up until now, we we're all about redemption Cass. Exactly. She was being so yeah. sweet, playing all nice. And all of a sudden, I was like, oh, there she is. <laughs> you're right. That's there Cass. <laughs> and even Jeff is calling out Wentworth saying, you know, you're the only original to KO yeah. on this new Bion tribe. And mm-hmm. Wentworth's like, well, you know, I've you know developed some relationships on the tribe before this, mm-hmm. so hopefully that'll carry over. But then, of course, Jeff moves forward, talking about the reward and what they were winning. Fried chicken, macaroni. Oh, my God. So delicious. I, my <laughs> mouth sounds is sounds good to me right, right now. Right? I haven't been on the beach for 16 days. And, of course, for dessert, none other brownies. Brownies, brownies. as big as their fists. Yeah. Brownies. So, I love all the, I guess, the duels that happened in the slip and slide reward challenge. First up was Jeremy versus Savage. Obviously, two really strong contenders in the competition that everyone sees as physical threats. Neck and neck. And as Prope said, that is as close as it's going to get. Mm-hmm. But of course, Jeremy pulls through. Oh. Right, was Jeremy the it, first one? Jeremy was, wait, Jeremy was against um, Savage. Mm-hmm. Right, but I forgot who won that. 
I didn't. Who won? Jeremy, Jeremy Savage? Yeah. Jeremy by did. like a th- Yeah, they were the first ones. That's yeah. Super freaking split second. Then the next team up was Cass versus Steven. Oh my god, wait. <laughs> wait. Me and Susanna were dying. <laughs> I just love Steven. He's just so adorable and like just so awkward when he's like running. Yes. But he's so cute. The editor saw it too clearly because they gave us a nice, beautiful shot of him just running down. Right, and so when he like, hit the genuine and the like, bottom, was yeah. cute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, you know, Steven, obviously, I think his insecurity shows in challenges, and that's mm-hmm. probably why he doesn't perform well. Yes, and that Jeremy called it out, too. And Jeremy yeah. was like, look, dude, you know, got to have confidence exactly. in yourself. We have confidence in you, so you need to have confidence in yourself. And mm-hmm. I was like, dang, mm-hmm. really calling it the way he sees well, it. Well, Steven even Cold says him. right away, he's like, you know, I'm kind of nervous again because I'm with all these alpha males. Again, talking about all the alpha males that are there, you know, like, you can obviously see that he's not that confident mm-hmm. with being with all these people or just even in himself as gen- in general. And right. Jeremy called him out. And it could ultimately be Steven's demise. I really do think his yeah. insecurities I mean, we already are going to be what's going to yeah. no, like be his he, demise. When he started like talking a little bit more about like making plays and like, you know, trying to do this and that, mm-hmm. it was already like he was getting on, down on himself. He was like, oh, you know, I can't get anyone on my side. Yeah, if I can't do that, this. Like, well, not with that attitude. Right. Like, you're not going to get anything done. Oh, and that was, yeah, he's like, you know, I if I can't even take control of my own tribe, you know, this is really serious for me and really getting emotional that yeah. he can't can't get people on his side to go with him, which was kind of sad. Tori Brewster and Charlie Rose 214 in the live chat both give their love to Steven. They both said, I love Steven. Oh, yeah. so. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the next showdown we have is between Kimmy and Abby Maria, which was hilarious because they both obviously didn't really go far down the slip and slide. <laughs> right. And then at the end, Kimmy... It looked like it bounced on the pole yeah. and then bounced right off. But Abby just threw her thing down and started walking back to the mat thinking oh, that she already see? had lost. Yeah. That shows us Abby's personality right there. That That's annoying. what I was telling Tiana. I'm like, you know what? Like, if she would have just kept walking back, like, it made me it made me so angry that she won after that. You know? I, know, like, yeah. I wish that Kimmy would have just pulled it out because that then that would have been Abby's fault because she shouldn't get down like that and like mm-hmm. jeopardize her whole tribe for a mistake that she made and, you know, get all upset. Like exactly. that's not how you you're a te- you're not a team player when you're doing that. Yeah, it's exactly. not to mention look alive. Like pay attention. Right. Like, what are you looking at? It like, took like a good five like, seconds for them, like right. of her walking away for her to even realize what was going on. Exactly. I just wish she wouldn't have won right there. Oh, yeah. Abby Maria. Well, since we are on the topic of Abby Maria. This is probably why this episode is one of my favorites already of the season. There was no, no Abby Maria airtime. None. Yep. She almost came off sweet because we didn't see yeah. her. Exactly. She right. didn't open She's her mouth. Quiet and, and I loved just it. Plain exactly. Along. exactly. No offense, Abby Maria. Oh, Abby. <laughs> of course, though. Her personality is still shown in that little thing. Like, like Let's talk about the showdown that we have all been waiting for. To talk Ooh, about it. Oh, Woo versus me. Joe. Oh, my gosh. And of yes! course, <laughs> Kelly Wentworth <laughs> saying exactly what all the viewers were thinking Oil up Joe. Oil yes. up Joe. Do you guys see Tasha's face on that too? Like, yeah, she's yeah. like, yeah. how Ooh. can I? <laughs> and Woo, gosh. what about when they showed that shot of him like sliding down, like with his face, like right in the camera? I was like, this is so Woo. Like, just. Right into it. Like, he was just so cute. Yeah. And that was a really fun showdown to watch, too, because they both of them are challenge beasts, and they've mm. both been put up on that pedestal yeah. of being physical strength uh, competitors in the competition. They so. both went all the way down, the entire thing, too. Mm-hmm. Like, didn't even have to get up. Nothing. Oil up Joe. Oil up Joe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Joe pulled it out. Heck yeah. Pulled out a win, But Joe. this is when it became tied. This is when the showdown mm-hmm. really happened between the two Kellys, Wigglesworth and Wentworth. Loved it. I was pulling for my girl, Kelly Wentworth, mm. but 
I was pulled Love for I was happy that <laughs> Wigglesworth didn't let down her tribe. Yeah. I was very happy about that. Yeah, it's rough. Like, I, I cheer for them, but in totally different like ways and reasons. Right. Like, I respect exactly. them in such different mm-hmm. ways. Both Kellys. I love them Old both. School Kelly, new so school different. Kelly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I like it. With that said, New Takeo was victorious and walked away with this feast of a uh, reward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back at camp is when we start to see the rivalry between Cass and Spencer kind of developed. They're talking about, you know, what it was like back in Cagayan. Mm-hmm. Is it going to carry over carry over in Cambodia? Mm-hmm. Spencer goes, I have to do the seemingly impossible and that is to interact with Cass. Mm-hmm. My, my favorite, arch nemesis. My arch nemesis. <laughs> yeah. My favorite part of, most of my favorite parts of this entire episode were the interactions between Cass and Spencer. Me too. Because you can tell that there's so much much deep-rooted history history between the two of them (laughs) that it made it very compelling to watch as a viewer. Mm -hmm. So I don't know about you guys in the live chat, but anytime Cass and Spencer were on screen together, all I kept thinking was, please just work together. Right. I would love to see that you guys put your differences aside and be like this powerhouse Well, that's why it's so surprising that that actually did happen. Mm -hmm. And that's like almost the ultimate redemption second chance story. You know what I mean? Like these are, you know, this is the person that you did not want to work with coming into this, you know, you guys were enemies on your season's past, and now you're going to work together. Like, I'm just that's, still that's so su- surprised by Cass for doing that. Yeah. Like, I'm we'll surprised by her we'll whole episode. I was just like, where did you come from? And also, thank you for arriving. Yeah. <laughs> well, they both seem to be also playing it. They coming. both seem to be playing it cool, but even Cass in her interview was like, I would love mm-hmm. to get Spencer out again. I yeah. wanted to play second chance without the blood so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Cass seems to have it out so for Spencer. Spencer blood so, zero percent chance of winning Survivor, <laughs> yeah. which makes me think that he has a big chance of winning yeah. Survivor. When I heard mm-hmm. that sound, but I go, I wonder if. Cass's demise is ultimately going to be Spencer. Like Spencer's going to be the reason and why she's Cass the, is the one that saved out. him. Exactly. I can right. see Spencer like winning this whole thing. I can too. And everyone is every time I watch, I watch the East Coast feed mm-hmm. on a live stream, and there's a live chat that goes on all the time. And I just don't understand the Spencer hate. I just don't see what other people see and mm-hmm. the the hate of Spencer. I think he's playing a great game. He's the only one that I think that's really grasping the idea of evolving. We talk about yeah. this every after show, so mm-hmm. I'm going to bat for Spencer once again because I find him to be really compelling to watch. Do you find that people don't like his personality more or they don't like his game strategy? It or might just be his personality. But okay. I feel like if you haven't met him in person, like mm-hmm. I can see maybe why, but I've had the pleasure of interacting with right. him quite a few times and I've really enjoyed getting to know Spencer and meeting him. He's a really good guy. I can kind of see, like, maybe what they mean. Because, like, at first when I saw Spencer, I'm like, he seems a little, like, too much. Like, a little over the top. Like, maybe a little fake even. But the more that you see him going on and on and on, like, now I love Spencer. Like, I just want... I I want great things for him. He really does have a huge heart. You know, you can see the people that are working with him on Survivor, like even Savage. He's like, if I could have a son, I would want him to be exactly like like Spencer. You know, like, he has such a big heart. He's such a good guy. And everybody on Survivor seems to love him. I mean, besides Cass, but... (laughs) <laughs> that like shows really to his character, and I right. even feel like with Cass, it's more of a love to hate. Exactly, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, but we, since you did mention Savage, we'll change gears here. Savage mm-hmm. is feeling great about this new tribe. Yeah. He's like, I have ties with Abby and Wu from Angor, Sierra and Cass from the original Bayon, and Spencer's on the outs. So mm-hmm. Savage's like, I'm, I'm sitting pretty right yeah. now. He's feeling like kind of in control. Yeah, and he said that having that meal was literally one of the best moments of his life. Was winning <laughs> that after coming from Angkor and like losing and having all that like, stuff happen to them, like, being able to actually have this meal and win and be on a tribe that he wants to be on, like, it was one of the most beautiful moments of his life. That's true. I thought that was sweet. That's true. Because it's those little moments in life that really make you realize 
you know how great mm-hmm. some things can be. I don't I don't know what it is. Like at first, like I was really happy for him. Like he's super happy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the scheming that started to make me feel mm-hmm. like, ah, dang man. Like you know, like you <laughs> well, could just soak that in for like two more seconds. Right. But, you know, he's really playing the game. And how can like anybody ever trust him now? After you know, like Spencer obviously knows his motives and what happened. Oh man. So now it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone in the live chat for the most part, we have Sheena one two three. Gijon Halili. I totally probably butchered that and I apologize in advance. Uh, myself, Tori Brewster. Uh, everyone's uh, commenting right now thinks that he's awesome. And mm-hmm. I'm happy to see all the Spencer love in our After Buzz TV live chat right now. That's great. Right. Now we have Sierra. We finally get some airtime with Sierra tonight and I'm loving every second that she's on the TV screen. She's obviously feeling a little uncomfortable because Spence, uh, Savage, feeling so secure in his little alliances here, mm-hmm. starts to tell people like, hey, let's just tell Spencer that Sierra is going to go home and then we all vote for Spencer. And Sierra's like, hold the phone. Yeah. Loyalties lie. You know, this is where he, she kind of sees where Savage's loyalties lie. They, that he, he would rather throw her under the bus, but not Wu. Mm-hmm. When Wu's an original Takeo member. So this starts to get Sierra's gears sort of rolling, I which sets the tone for later in the episode. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just me. I don't think I really see that big of a deal in this. I mean, I totally see where she's coming from. I think maybe it's, if Savage had gone about it a different way, possibly, like maybe if he came to her from the get go, you and know, said, and who said, do you guys think hey, we can throw out there? You know, just someone right, volunteer. Exactly. If he's like, hey, you know, I would put my name, but I don't think that makes sense because, and I think your name makes the most sense because of whatever. You know what I mean? Like right. maybe he laid it out to her first and approached her with that, but I think because it kind of seemed like he was already talking about it, he's like, hey, this is what we're going to do with MC Arrow before she even like came up. Right. You know, he was, his mind was set, you know, but like, why would you think of me? You know, so I can totally see where she feels kind of betrayed and like I don't know. Do I you really think that, that, that a little better? Yeah, totally. Do you think that she thinks that like Savage will like maybe vote her out next? Is that what she's thinking? I think that by making that kind of decision, it just you know put in her mind that oh I'm sort of maybe a little more disposable or maybe like in his mind I'm at the bottom. Right. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, just thinking like you know if I was like one of the smaller girls on the tribe like you know wasn't if they were just like oh Paige we're gonna throw your name out there like right. Well, who knows what I would feel in that situation? You know, but like being one of like the smaller like mm-hmm. girls, not not one of the bigger guys. Like yeah, Savage yeah. is obviously not going to be one of those people. Like I don't know. I don't think it would have been that big of a deal. But I, I kind of understand what you're saying with like he should have came to her first and mm-hmm. you know asked about it. But right, and not to mention like she's been so under the radar this whole season yeah. so far. Like you know, for her name to even like come up and for she's her to be probably on the spot, nervous. She's yeah. like, yeah, probably tripped out a little bit. I, I yeah, I totally understand. And that. they all kept saying like, don't worry, like you're not. It's not actually going to happen. Like don't right. worry. And, but even then, it's know. like even if you tell me that. <laughs> Sometimes you've seen on Survivor things flip and yeah, that person goes home. So, but they all like, yeah, I know. I mean, Wu went home. Wu went home. Someone lost Wu a lot. Didn't even, like, totally Wu, come up that's until, what you were saying like, before. Like the very end, you Wu's know, Wu's name has never been so thrown around up until now. Up yeah. until right now. Uh, up until he left. So awesome. I can't believe it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> well, uh, the new Bayonne tribe is a little interesting dynamic because, of course, everyone thinks that this Bayonne, the original Bayonne alliance, is still a thing, which is mind boggling to me because mm-hmm. we've seen on previous seasons of Survivor that yes, right off the bat, going into a merge situation or any sort of switch, it makes sense to stick with your original mm-hmm. tribe mates because that's the easy thing to do. But I'm thinking, now that the game has shuffled so many times, yeah. why do people still have this mentality of oh, the original Bion is still sticking together? Right, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? It's a new game every time it switches up. So right, exactly. play with the cards that you're dealt with and forget about the original Bion because that's no that's longer like three, a thing. Exactly. Three tribes you ago. haven't even talked to these people in how long? <laughs> in how many? 
Yeah. Yeah. Way too much of change. I mean, I think it'd be almost kind of naive to try to, you know, stick with your original mm-hmm. alliances. So weird. Yeah, because you don't know what kind of other packs they've made and what's right. going on in between there. Yeah. But I definitely loved the interaction. This is so, like, kind of off topic because it wasn't even a pivotal part of the night. The interaction between Kimmy and Keith. When they were like at the campfire, it was hilarious to me because you can just tell that there's like kind of cut from the same cloth. So I just, yeah. Yeah. I hope to see a little bit of a relationship or maybe uh-huh. some sort of like common ground and loyalty between Keith and Kimmy. Right. Mm-hmm. It would be a very interesting duo. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. I feel like we do, like, almost every episode, we get a little bit of, like, a personality clip of Keith, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, just, you know, yeah, a little, a little something, something that kind of makes us, like, just adore him a little more, you know? <laughs> That's it's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. While that little interaction is happening at the campfire, Joe and Wentworth are in the hammocks, and Joe flat out says, you might have to do some work because you're Takeo, so you're the easy vote right now. Mm-hmm. And Joe is also kind of, like, savage, you know, after the tribe's Swap. I'm I'm in a good spot, and Kelly, of course, is like I know I'm the easy vote. I'm not oblivious, but I have the hidden mini idol, and if I have to hide <laughs> behind Joe for as long as I can, I'm going to do it. Smart. So mm-hmm. I have hope for Kelly. I think that she right now seems like the obvious target, but there's so much happening on this new biome. Yeah, with Joe being on her side, like, right? You know, mm-hmm. I agree. Dodge the bullet there. Yeah, right. she has the immunity idol. And a lot of times, what we've seen is that sometimes the the vote that is like kind of you know, maybe the easy one out is also sometimes the deciding factor, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of times we see that they end up being the most important vote instead right. of, you know? Exactly. I kind of did that a little bit, so, oh. yeah. Well, Steven yeah. is talking about how Joe is already trying to get out the core Bion alliance. Again, who cares? It's the original alliance. is like, should not even be a thing anymore mm-hmm. to turn on each other. So Jeremy, uh, he talks to Jeremy about the how Joe wants to flip on the Bion alliance. He's throwing Kimmy's name out there. Jeremy's not having it. Mm-hmm. And Steven's like, this is Survivor. You've got to take action. But Steven wants to take out Joe now. So Jeremy's a little like, whoa, 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 you're bugging. You're right. bugging. Yeah, that was awesome. You're bugging, dude. Yeah. He's like, all right, just think about it. Yeah, and Jeremy's smart. Like what he said about, you know, I need another shield, you know? Exactly. And man, that's two people now that are using Joe as kind of like, oh, well, let me follow you or let me hide behind you. Like, exactly. Man, Joe's killing it. And he yeah. even said, I need Joe in this game as long as possible. Exactly. Because I don't want to be the biggest, biggest guy, guy out here. <laughs> right. So Jeremy seems to be playing his cards like close to his chest and they were seems really observant. Before Joe got thrown in this mix, they were trying to send Kimmy home, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so... I mean, at least mm. they, they didn't have to decide, so... Well, this is kind of what propels the most awkward moment of the episode, if I do say Aww. so myself. When Steven gets a little emotional, it made me really uncomfortable. <laughs> it was just kind of awkward. I, I don't know about you guys in the live chat, if you feel the same way, but... It was just because his voice went so high. It was just like he couldn't form a sentence and like yeah. his words were all over the place. But and that, it wasn't like chopped up editing wise. It was like this full on clip of like. Right. I, I, just, uh, I, I just. I just. I'm like. Oh my I'm God. glad that they did that though because that like really shows you like the raw emotion that you have like going into this game and then like being out on a beach with nothing, you know, for however many days, and he's just emotional, and I like that it showed the whole thing, you know, and shows how much he really wants this, and he really, really, really wants a second chance. Well, and he said, if I can get my alliance to make this move with me, then I failed. You don't get that many shots in the game of Survivor to take out your major competition, and that I can totally agree with Mm -hmm. him on, but it's just, I just don't think Steven has what it takes 
to win. Right. And I, that might be a little harsh because I know there's a lot of Steven fans out there, but I just can't see him winning Survivor. I, I think that on his original se- season of Survivor Token Sheens, he set himself up to have a really great relationship with JT, who was the golden boy of that season. Mm-hmm. And a lot of what we saw with Steven and him were like this bounce off collaboration of strategy. But Steven to me just it's like if he doesn't have someone, then there's just no game there mm-hmm. for him. Is yeah. that do you think that's a fair statement? No, I yeah. totally agree. Yeah, I totally see what you're saying. And I think that's kind of why he's sort of like zoning in on Joe a little bit, you know, because he's kind of, you know, taking what he took I mean, yeah, taking what he had from his season, feeling like, oh, you know, I want to prove that I don't need to just hang on to this one strong guy, that I can be my own character and, you know, be mm-hmm. my own like player in the game. But I don't know how much that's going to work out for him. And what you were saying, like, about the whole, like, you know, his little monologue, pretty much. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I totally see what you're saying. Like, I, I feel for him, too. But I was also kind of annoyed, too. Because, like, a part of me feels like... Get it together. Maybe, <laughs> yes. Maybe if you're crying about, I miss my family. Right. This is hard. Right, whatever. right, right, right. Fool, you are complaining that you can't make the right moves. Right. And that you're trying to get out Joe, who everybody likes. Like, no. Uh, if what he's stabbing himself. Give you that. You're right. Like, no. Complain well, about someone a little bit better. That's the thing is, like, he is so doubtful about himself. Like, it showed completely right there. Like, even Jeremy. I mean, because it's it's easy to be like, no, like, be stronger, be more confident. But already it's getting to the point where people are just getting frustrated. Where Mm -hmm. Jeremy's like, dude, be confident because we're already confident in you. you Right. Because, I mean, we've seen that a couple times now when, you know, Steven leaves after, uh, you know, messing messing up his part of the challenge and being like, I'm so sorry, guys. I'm really sorry. You know, like. He feels bad, but everybody's like, okay, come on. If you're just a little more confident, you can do it. Yeah, and it's not even just challenges. Around camp, you know, like little tasks and things that he tries to do, and he gets down on himself. It's like, I'm getting over it. Yeah. Charlie Rose in the live chat said, he doesn't have it to win. He's too scared. And I agree. I think that's the problem with Steven this season is that there's so much pressure, Mm -hmm. and it's Steven's cracking in that pressure. It's like, Mm -hmm. this is my second chance to not mess up. And like, I've waited so long for this moment, but it's like, that's almost kind of being detrimental to his emotional and mental state out there. And if it's like, if you can't grab onto that, you're going to go home. And it's just, he's cracking and he's breaking. And I'm sad to see that because I think Steven is a fun character. Like I liked him on token chains, but this season it just... It's just not there for me. I Something's just want him to gain lacking. Some more confidence. Yeah. Right. And exactly. he said, I put so much into the game last time and came up short, and I'm putting so much into it this time. And the idea of coming up short because I couldn't get my crew to take out, take the shot that we needed and taking out the golden boy since that's not what I did last time. It's like Steven is just living in the past. He's so living on this much. golden boy right. idea when that yes. shouldn't be what he's living on exactly. right now. No, because he should know that at some point Joe will go home. Right. Like, exactly. Steven just needs to play it cool. So exactly. hopefully we'll see see some evolution with Steven in his gameplay because right now I'm worried for him and I'm a little bummed. I'm just bummed with yeah. where he's at. Right. Because right. I don't think anyone sees him as a threat so I feel no. like it'd be so easy for him to just Slide fly under, under the, the radar. radar. So slow your roll and keep calm. <laughs> keep and calm. stop living in the past and focus on the now. Yeah. Right. Right. So this leads us to our immunity challenge which is of course a survivor favorite. Oh my mm. god. It's definitely been around for 14 seasons which is insane. <laughs> that Cambodian delicacy eating competition happened this evening and they've done this challenge like I said 14 times in the series. Wigglesworth was the originator of this in season 1. Kimmy on season 2 couldn't get that cow brain down. <laughs> Savage on Pearl Islands and Sierra from Blood vs. Water. So this is kind of redemption for all four of those contestants. Mm-hmm. I hate the food eating challenges. It makes my stomach 
squirt. Especially when they puke. Right. And, oh, oh, I can barely get through watching it. Honestly, <laughs> like, okay, the tarantula was very bad to me. The rest of them, like, I was like, okay, maybe... For some reason, the pig snout was the yeah, absolute number that. one worst to me. Like, I don't know why that was worse. It looked worse gummy. Than- <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm like, making this noise. It was like, exactly. Oh, it, was like, it was like hairy and like gummy. <laughs> and like, okay, honestly, eating a brain is terrible. Eating a tarantula is terrible. But the Ooh. nose, like a pig snout, <laughs> I don't know. For me personally, that just uh, makes me want to yak. Yeah, it was rough. Rough goings. But who was it? it? Shoved it right in their mouth. Uh, Kelly Wentworth. Kelly Wentworth. Mm-hmm. She just Kelly and who was the other one? Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Anybody know? I don't. I have the pairings. Hold on. Okay. I'm, I'm just reading one of the comments in the live chat. <laughs> Ad wanted paradise said Survivor legend Lex, who is from Survivor Africa, Survivor All Stars, is dissing Abby on Twitter. So I'm like, I need to see this because I, God. I'm definitely curious to know what is being said. But anyway, anyways, that pig snout. The though. pig snout. <laughs> that pig snout. It was Fishback and Wentworth versus Cass and Abby during that matchup. Mm. But Fishback. Got oh, he it. was like, no problem. No problem. And same with Wentworth. Oh, that's They've right, been yeah. pig snouts before. <sighs> yeah, this challenge is interesting because you really don't know who's going to be the strong right. one in this challenge, and that's what I loved because you know, like obviously with Steven, I was kind of surprised. I was like, dang, yeah. get it? Like, you I know, was so that happy was mentally for him strong for him. Yeah, I was so and then happy. it came to Joe, and I was kind of like, whoa, wait, Joe can't really hang. He's yeah, a little baby bite. <laughs> Joe can't hang. He's like, what she wanted eating? a little bit, maybe chew a little bit more. I don't even know. It was, I don't know. I forgot. I forgot who that fried frog didn't look too bad? No. The fried frog would have been probably the easiest Easiest, one. right. But there was another one that was like, a, oh, it was like a water beetle. I was like, that would have been alright. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. when you bite into it and the juice The juice, oh. the juice. The juice, yeah. you're right. Uh, okay, I have a thing, I cannot eat things that look at me. It just freaks yeah. me That's out. That's why the only thing with the fried frog was that you could see its eyes still. That was the only thing. Yeah, it was good for you. Beetle. Yeah, the oh, water yeah. beetle. But would you rather eat that tarantula? Yeah, let's talk about let's talk about let's, let's just talk weigh about, out the pros okay, and cons. Okay. The tarantula, giant water beetle, pig snout, deep fried frog, oh yeah, number pig one. brain, scorpion, and balut. Of all of them, balut's the one I would not want. At so all. That's, really? So that's really anything I could else. Balut. What did you say that was? Um, it's like an underdeveloped like chicken or something. Like, embryo. Embryo. Ovary. Yeah. Embryo. Yeah. An embryo. Oh my god. We said ovary. Yeah, right? Um, so it's, it's an embryo underdeveloped. But it kind of just looks like an egg. Yeah, to me, I'd be like, like, I'd be like, like egg. A bad but egg. sometimes the beak and the feathers are in them. <gasps> That's like how disgusting. Mm. And I'm a texture person. So if I am mm. crunching on something and then it's slimy the next See, bite. No. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. Even, <laughs> no. I wouldn't even know what that was. So I feel like I would have been able to get it down. Okay, but like, what was weird too was Jeremy went up at that and was like, mm. "I'm like, yeah. it couldn't have been that bad, right?" Uh, I mean. <laughs> Halili again. Sorry if I'm totally butchering your name. Says Balut tastes so <gasps> good. Really? No. To me, that no, seemed like you. the easiest, the most, the most relatable. I guess <laughs> the balloon. See, the fried frog to me was like, oh, I mean, fried chicken. Well, we saw Wigglesworth go at it like a beast. Yeah, it's like she just. Got Showed it. no mercy. Shoved right. the whole Redemption. thing in her mouth yeah. and obviously killed it for Takeo in that round. <laughs> Wait, but Kelly Wigglesworth. Yeah, 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 yeah. went for that deep fried Okay, can frog. we talk about Kimmy for a second? Oh, this is okay. I I love Kimmy. And, you know, from a reality television perspective, like, when you apply for these shows and you are going to be filmed as a contestant, I know firsthand, like, that they know all of your dietary restrictions. They know what your life is like outside of this. They know what you can and can't eat, what you choose mm-hmm. to eat and what you don't eat. 
So I feel like prior to this, like, it's already set up for Kimmy to fail. Mm-hmm. And I felt terrible for Kimmy because, yeah, like, if you're conflicted with, like, whatever your beliefs are on eating meat, then... I wouldn't... I just felt sorry for Kimmy. I mean, that's just me. I did not feel sorry for her, and that might be kind of harsh. <laughs> but, okay, well, first of all, let's go back. She was in the first challenge with the tarantula. Yes. So, I give her credit else, for that. Why? Because she did it. No, she didn't. Everybody else was going after the tarantula. She took one of the legs. The legs. Bit the leg. Mm-hmm. Ate a little bit of the rest of the leg. Then took one other leg and was just like kind of going like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she, she did not it. eat that tarantula. She Sasha was, was like, "Get it!" She yeah. was kicking it. She was not trying to have it. I'm You're like, right. "Okay, we'll see what happens." Then we get to the pig brain, and she's like, "Well, I haven't eaten pig in, in thirty long. years." This also isn't fun. the pig, the actual pig. You know, it's a brain. It would be like kind of like a brain on any of the other animals, right? Right. What's I guess. the difference? I've never had a pig. It's not their. Before. It's not their meat. You know right. what I'm saying? It's a brain. So if it was a cup, or if it was just a, like this pig could have gone on without you know, its nose, it didn't even right. If it was like a chicken brain, yeah. would she have eaten that? You know, for me, it's just kind of more like um, you're coming onto this game to win. If you really want to win that bad, you're going to put it aside for five seconds, eat it, get over it, and be done. I mean, I don't have restrictions like that with my eating, so mm-hmm. I can't really talk. But you know, just from like a perspective of a game mentality, of a game mentality, if you want to win that bad and you want to win for your tribe, and I've seen like on Amazing Race to go off topic for a second, Nat and Kat, they're the first all female team to win the Amazing Race. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them doesn't eat meat and had it in years, and one of the tasks on one of the legs was to um, eat uh, like a cow head or something mm-hmm. crazy, and she did it. And she did. Exactly. Yeah, and then at the end of the that. day, it paid off. She won a million dollars. Exactly. So I see what you're saying in that argument, but at the same time, it's like. I feel like it, she was set up to fail. Well, like, that girl might have been too, knew. though. That's true. On Race, right. and she still did it. Exactly. And you know, it's more like a mental thing, you know? It's not like you exactly. can't do it. You know, it's kind of what are you willing to do right. for this money hey, and for your team? I That's like the question. That. Exactly. Okay. What are you willing to do for it? And yeah, that's a good point. If her team would have lost, they could have very well lost because of that one. Kimmy would have gone home. And she would have gone home. Right. So, you know, it's kind of like for her. What's more worth it? She's lucky that her team still won. Right. But right. and you kinda of say like, you know, they set her up for failure, but they probably did it on purpose. You know, they want for good they TV. wanted to be yeah, yeah, exactly. They they wanted to be the hardest thing for her to get over. Right. Uh yes. Do you think if it was something else that she would have, you know, been cool with it or is it just like, She didn't seem cool with the tarantula oh, legs? No, yeah. Yeah. Actually, and even mm-hmm. if they lost, I don't know if Kimmy would have gone. She could have right. though, because her name was being thrown around. True. You know, like it's possible. Hmm. So many she was questions. stirring up stuff last. Episode. She was stirring. She's stirring. She's, she's, she's bugging. Yeah. So she's the <laughs> final matchup came down to Ka- uh, Cass and Tasha, two original Kagayan cast members. Came down to Baloo. Tasha yeah. schooled Cass, Dang. won the competition Showing for the all. new Bion tribe. Tasha loved it. Which sends Takeo <laughs> to like, tribal mm. council. But before yeah. we move forward and talk about the shenanigans that went down before Tribal Council, I just want to remind all of you who are watching right now to rate, comment, and subscribe to the Survivor After Show here at AfterBuzzTV.com. And also keep the live conversation going in the chat right now because you guys are saying so much. I'm trying to keep up with you guys the best that I can. <laughs> but even throughout the week, keep the conversation going by mm-hmm. hashtagging ABTV Survivor so we can find your tweets and chime in on your opinions as well. For sure. Yes. Awesome. So I love the scrambling that happened before Tribal Council. At this point, I was really worried for Spencer. I yeah. thought Spencer for sure was going to be sent home. But if we know anything from what's happened this season... Anything can happen. So, Wu is now saying, you know, now if everything goes according to plan, we're going to vote out Spencer. Savage is asking for reassurance from his tribe mates that, like, you know, everyone knows the plan, right? Like, we're going to tell Spencer that Sierra is going to go, but we're all going <laughs> to vote for Spencer. 
And then Wu, again, says, bless his heart, to be amongst the majority, I'm finally in tune with this game. I get to play. <laughs> right Wu, there. honey, you've been playing since day one of this game, and you have not played it. You right. just yeah. haven't. Right. Like, I, <laughs> I get heart, the Wu. appeal of Wu. He's a great television. He's a good character. He was interesting to watch on Kagayan. But he is not a player not of a Survivor player. at all. No. I don't think he understands it still to this day right. how to play Survivor. Oh, yeah. He's in it. He's there. But you're he's part not of the playing show. it. Yeah. And just because you're in the majority doesn't mean like that you're this. finally getting to play. <laughs> I don't like I just, this. It was just, it was really funny to me when he said, mm. you know, um, I'm finally in tune with this game. And I'm like, what? Right when he right. said that, I turned his in. I'm like, something's going to happen with Ooh. Mm-hmm. Just because of that sound bite. Just a little clip. Yeah. Gosh. <sighs> yeah. Mm. No, no, but I, yeah, I totally know what you mean. He's just, he doesn't seem to be aware enough, no. you know? Like, but I mean, he's great in challenges. Yeah, which, oh, yeah, you know, he's great is in challenges. an aspect of the competition of Survivor, but it's not the entirety of Right. It. And he's a nice guy. He's someone easy to like drag along, which can be good for you if you, you know how friend. to work that and play right. it. But I don't think he does. I like, I want to hang out. Along. Yeah, like, I want to hang out with Woo. Like, right, outside. Have a beer. Of, right, have a beer with Woo. Hang out. Woo. Right. Call me. Okay. But would I count on you to win me a million dollars? Mm, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would count on him to win some challenges, though. Right, yeah. <laughs> we see conversations spark up between Spencer and Savage. They're discussing how Sierra needs to go. Spencer's all like, he's a really good guy and someone uh, that I think I can trust. And I'm thinking, oh no, Spencer, you're totally eating out of the palm of his hand. Well, yeah. it seemed like he didn't believe Cass at first when she was telling him that. Yeah. He was like, hmm, yeah. when did he say this? Right. Why did he say this? Who did he say it to? Because he played with Cass before and knows that she's infamous for chaos Cass. Exactly. So it's like, is she saying this just to like stir the pot and be facetious? Which I could say. Because of what, all absolutely. the mouths for that to come out of, like really mm-hmm. Cass is going to be the one to come up and try to save me? Really? Why? <laughs> Just like what good out of this for Kaz is going to save him? Yeah. I'm sorry, Percy in the live chat weighing in on the conversation says, "Woo is a French fry short of a Happy Meal." Oh, <laughs> so funny. Well, the biggest move, and I think is one of the MB- a contender for tonight's MVP title, is Sierra. Sarah. She said, I don't feel comfortable with my name being thrown out there. Who does he think he is? Especially when he was all about Bayon being strong, and now he has Wu, who was original to KO. It freaks me out. So she's having this conversation in the jungle with Cass and Abby Maria. And of course, Abby Maria, I, you know, I can just picture what was going through in her mind. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a bite yes. of that cake because yes. Wu's been voting for mm-hmm. me three times already. Oh, <laughs> you put my name. Second time you write my I name. Can't. But so I, that's kind of the move that planted all these seeds of like maybe Wu should mm-hmm. be voted out tonight. And Cass did say, I didn't want to play with Spencer. But then you have to take a step back and say, is there a better use for Spencer now? Which I think is kind of a So she's thinking more of his gameplay now? Yeah. yeah. Rather than, okay. Yeah. And man, she came to play because uh, what I, I mean, I was ultimately surprised that Cass was the one to make these, you know, I mean, because you would think like, oh, Sierra, obviously she's the one that was hurt. And she, she, yes, she initially put the wheel in motion, but Cass just kept that going. Like, I was surprised. Like, That's she totally crazy, showed up to play out of nowhere. Because if it, I mean, if it wouldn't have been for Sierra, Spencer would be gone. Right. Mm-hmm. And she was, uh, I don't know. It's just, yeah, that's so true. I'm happy that Spencer is still there. I'm just not totally sold on the whole fact that 
they voted for Wu. Like, it just, I don't know, it just doesn't 100% make sense to me. Mm-hmm. But then I knew that they were going to go with Wu because Cass is trying to play this, like, I don't know which one's here tonight. I don't know who I'm voting for. And I'm like, if you knew that you were voting for Spencer, you wouldn't have gone up to him in the first place and stirred up all this stuff. You know right, what I mean? Exactly. Like, you wouldn't have said anything to him in the first yeah. place. So obviously, Wu's going home. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, at Tribal Council... All I kept thinking was, please don't be Spencer. Please don't be Spencer. Please don't be yeah. Spencer. Yeah. But I also was thinking, who are we going to see tonight? Are we going to see Chaos Cast? Or are we going to see Comcast? Because yeah. it seems like Comcast. It's Comcast. Like Comcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I was like, oh gosh, this is going to be interesting because right. it could go either way. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting that Cass has, has the fate of two of her original Kagayan cast members yeah, in her hands. so true. One of them being the blood cell. So true. One of the things I wasn't crazy about, though, um, at Tribal Council, Council, Council <laughs> she was like, I don't know who's here. I don't know if it's Chaos yeah. Cast or Con-. You know? I was like, why would you show your cards like that? You right. know what I mean? Like, you were on this whole, like, redemption trail, and, you know, everyone, I, not everyone, but at least we felt mm-hmm. like, oh, maybe we can trust you a little more, and now you're going to say that? I don't know. <laughs> like... <sighs> Yeah, like, it's cool to play games, but maybe play a little closer to your chest. Like. So we had Savage, Wu, and Wigglesworth vote for... Spencer. Spencer. Mm-hmm. So so Kelly didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. Savage didn't know what was going on. No, nope, they were completely blindsided by the uh, results. Why did, did you... Mm-hmm. I mean, th- why didn't the rest of them let the, the other two in on... They were just like, we're just going to let them do what they want. Yeah. Because yeah. they already had the majority. They scrambled and tried to, like, scramble. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So it's like, if they're going to commit to this plan, we don't want anybody else to know because it's Poor too many cooks Will. in the kitchen. No and idea. we need just enough numbers, you know? Right. They don't have to have all the numbers. Well, and I also found it kind of annoying that, you know, Probst does this every tribal council, but, you know, if you really listen to what he's asking the contestants... So leading. It's so, like, leading them on, like... Things that they should be aware about or right, think yeah. about. Like when one thing that really stuck out to me tonight was Cass goes, I don't know which Cass is here tonight. And then Probst goes immediately to Savage and says, well, that must be a little unnerving. Or is she going to blindside you? And right. I'm thinking, of course, you're literally feeding Savage this idea that, you know, you should think about it because she's going to blindside right. you. That's mm-hmm. the way I took it. Ex- oh, totally. Like Probst always does that with his questions. Oh, yeah. Every time. Hmm. And sometimes uh, I wonder, like, how much is the, how much of like the social, you know, games that they're already playing? Is he aware? Of, because how can probes know that much if he's not right. sleeping with them? And, right? Like, you know, are you just picking these well, questions he's one of, like, off the of head just talking? Right. So, so he's right. got to have some idea going into tribal council what questions to ask. But it's just some of those questions. I'm thinking, okay, you're really pressing. Exactly. You're pressing it, and you're cr- kind of crossing a fine line, like right. almost playing kind the game of. a little bit. You think? Yeah. yeah. So of course, three to three. So nerve-wracking. One vote left, and Wu got the fourth and final vote, which sent him packing on tonight's episode, Bunking with the Devil. Great episode overall. So and he said Loved even he it. was like so total, good. total blindside. And of course, at the end, Wu is just the sweetest guy. Yeah. Nice Wu, like always. He's like, you know, I'm just so happy that I got this chance. <laughs> hmm mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about our Fantasy League teams really fast before we wrap up. I decided not to trade Monica for Terry because on the Fantasizer League, the way the scoring works is that if someone got uh, medevaced or quit the game, you would lose points. Oh. So I was worried that if Terry did leave tonight and I had him on my team, I would have lost points. Wow. So I kept it safe and did not Susanna's going him. so <laughs> strong. Dylan. Gosh. Love so now my I team. had three people I voted. I've had three people voted off my team. But I switched with Marina, so I had two extra ones. So now I only have one person, but like, my team was terrible. Yeah. I got everybody voted off. Who's on Vitus and 
E P G. It's really I think we all have really great teams <laughs> where it's I think anyone has the potential to win. Well, I mean, poor Steven, I just think he's just too on his head that I don't see him. I think yeah, I've got no. strong players in Jeremy and Tasha. I think Jeremy oh, yeah. and Tasha are in it for the long haul. I yeah. think Savage is going to get a little too cocky and overconfident, yep. which will be what sends him packing. And he's not trustworthy anymore technically, you know. So I think your two contenders page are definitely Jeremy and Tasha. Yeah, for absolutely. Sure. Um, Susanna, what are, how do you feel about your team? I still love my team. I adore them for different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I'm, I'm almost surprised that Keith is kind of still around. I you love know? your team. I love my team. I love them. They're, they're, I just love them. Yeah. I like them as people, you yeah. know, like how they're playing it. I love, um, I'm a little worried about Kelly cause she hasn't really been playing much of a game. You yeah. Know? Where is she? She's yeah. kind of invisible. She like, almost she's there. Last week. She's participating. She's, you know, she's killing it in a lot of the challenges, but yeah, she's not really like doing much of a social game. So I'm kind yeah. of worried about her. Um, Sierra and Cass, I'm not worried about their social game at all. They're going to be so much fun to watch. Keith is always adorable. Um, mm-hmm. And I think he's going to be one of those where he kind of just slides in the, under the radar for a while because mm-hmm. no one's going to see him as a threat. Exactly. Joe is doing a great job at being, you know, that alpha male, being a super threat, but playing it, you mm-hmm. know? Like, he's doing great at every A-plus on everything, every challenge, everything, like, around um, oh, around the looks, beach. I mean, and I, you know, everybody Joker, knows that they need him. Right. I just, yeah. She know one two three is predicting in the live chat, Susanna, that he thinks that you are going to lose your first member next. Week. <gasps> How dare I can see you? it. I can see it, Sheena. <laughs> I think it'll you? be Cass. For yeah, sure. it might be coming. Yeah, Cass is stirring They're up a little too, a little much, too trouble. much trouble. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. And I wouldn't blame him. I wouldn't be sad. <laughs> no. I wouldn't be sad. Yeah. I love my team for the most part. I only have Abby Maria on there because she's good at racking in the points for me. <laughs> I love Kimmy because she's an old schooler. But I think Spencer and Wentworth are my top two contenders. So yeah. I think those two really have the potential to go far and deep into this competition. So, so I think I'm we, excited. We think yeah. if one person on James' team were to win, it'd be Spencer. Yes. If one person on my team were to win, it'd be Tasha, probably. Uh-huh. Or Jeremy. I would Although actually Kelly say Jeremy. And say Jeremy are the two that have the idols. That's true. Say, That's true. <laughs> and what about on your team? Who do we think is the number one? I don't know. Like, I feel like none of mine are, like, super, super strong, but they're all, they've all been, like, strong enough to get as far as right. they have, you know? But I, I don't know. Sierra. Yeah. Like, yeah. as far as, like, maybe winning it, yeah, Sierra. And maybe Keith, Keith, I, I feel like, might end He'll up doing far. something. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, it's so interesting. Likeable. Everyone in the live chat, let us know whose team are you on. Are you on Team James? Are you on Team Paige? Are you on Team Susanna? Really quick predictions, and then we're going to wrap things up. Paige, who's going home next week? Kath. Susanna who's going home next week. Cass. And I'm going to say Cass as well. They're just oh, playing her up a little too much. And I think Ugh. the chaos is ultimately going to be the reason why people give her if, the boot. If we're right, though, I'll be surprised because we've voted on someone every week and we've always been wrong yeah. because they always switched we'll it up always the last second. So. <laughs> yeah. So, Cass, oh, we know think, Abby's not going home. I think her time <laughs> has run short. All right, well, that wraps up Bunking with the Devil. Yeah. Great Bunking recap. Wonderful conversation going on in the live chat. There's 33 people watching right now, so thank, thank all you. of you at home for watching. Paige, where can they find you on social media? You guys can find me on social media at Paige Banal. And you can follow me on Twitter at Susanna underscore Kim and on Instagram at Susanna Kim. You can find me on Twitter at James Wallington and on Instagram at James.Wallington. And last but not least, don't forget, I tweeted out a link. If you want to have an update on Terry and his son, Danny, there was a really wonderful two-minute clip in honor of both of them. Um, and I tweeted it. It's on CBS.com. So definitely go check that out to get an update on how his family is doing. Yay. And we will see you next Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Sounds Bye, guys. Good. See you guys. See ya. 
from executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Uh, bye. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.